Welcome to Proverbs 31 by Design. My name is Tina Heisman. I help Christian women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can finally experience the joy, passion, success, and fulfillment they have been seeking in life. So the topic of today's podcast is how to create more balance. But before we get started, I have something for you. It's my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You can download it for free on my website, tinaheisman.com. I would also like to invite you to my private Proverbs 31 community on Facebook, where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search Proverbs 31 by design in the Facebook search bar. Okay, let's dive in and talk about how to create more balance. It's kind of funny to me about the topic of balance because in some ways it's a controversial topic because some people say there's no such thing as balance and other people swear by it. So I'm kind of curious what you think about balance. Do you think it's possible to live a balanced life? So here's what I think. I think it's possible to live a mostly balanced life. But today I want to share my thoughts more in more detail with that on you and give you some very practical tips for creating more balance in your life. I think the first thing that we need to keep in mind is that balance looks balance looks different for each individual person. So don't judge your life by watching what you think others are doing. And I think especially with social media right now where we see so much into the inside lives of people, it's very easy to judge what you are comparing what you're accomplishing versus what other people are accomplishing or doing. And that can create a sense of being off balance, just that alone. And I I also want us to remember that balance is something that is constantly shifting and changing throughout our lives, depending on the ages and stages of our kids and our careers and everything else. And so it's something that is in constant need of attention and focus and shifting and even certain seasons of like a regular year you know like balance is different in the summer when our kids are off of school and it's different during christmas time when we're going to be a little more busier with extra activities right if you work in say a financial field and you're in accounting it's going to be really busy for you really heavy with your workload in the beginning of the year when everyone's doing their taxes and so Just knowing that there are certain seasons where certain parts of your life, like career or family or entertainment, might take more time than others, but those are temporary and constantly shifting. And so I think the key to finding balance is really focusing on our priorities. And I because focusing on our priorities, that's what makes us feel filled up and whole and balanced and at peace. And I think that's a really big piece of it. Like if you're searching for balance, kind of ask yourself like, what are you really searching for? You're searching for peace, right? Like peace of mind that you're really focused on your priorities and accomplishing everything that you want to do and need to do. And so I think what makes us feel off balance is when we allow ourselves to be taken away from our priorities for extended periods of time. So for me, for example, my priorities are faith, family, and career. And so that list in that order drives how I spend my time. But as you all, you know, like all too often, other things come at us and 
look like they're really important or urgent and they kind of weasel their way into our to-do list. And that can be, when we get lost in that, can be when we suddenly wake up one day and realize like we're feeling very off balance. And so I thought I would share with you today some very practical tips for how I keep my priorities as my focus. And the key for doing it is really planning. And I know that planning is a pain in the butt. However, for me, flying by the seat of my pants is far more troublesome than planning and staying more aware and more alert of what my priorities are. And it's really, you guys, about living intentionally. Life, the life that you want to live, the balance and the peace that you want to feel, it doesn't just magically come. It actually takes effort to make it happen. And so it's really worth the effort to put it in. And so what I do is I take my life one week at a time. And I do a brain dump at the beginning of the week and write down everything that needs to get done during that week. And then I sit down with that list and with my calendar. I use a paper calendar. I have both the electronic and the paper, but I really live my life more by my paper calendar on a daily basis. And so I sit down with my calendar and that list and I plan my week out. So I I write in when I'm gonna have prayer time when I'm gonna be driving the kids to school, when I'm gonna have clients, when I'm going to have work time, when we have fun things planned, when I need white space in my calendar. And I think that is part of what helps me so much. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about that. You know I've talked to you all before about how I start every day at 5 a.m. I get up and I pray and I work out and then I shower and I get ready for my day. And so you can see how starting with my prayer time and my workout time, like for my self-care and then getting ready, that just sets me up for a great day right there. Because then by 7.45 every morning, I'm showered and ready to go for whatever the day brings my way. And I love that. Like it really helps motivate me and keep me going. And, you know, I don't love getting up at 5 a.m. in the dark. That's not why... I do it. I love the quiet time, the time alone, and I love starting my day with God just so peacefully. But that is what sets me up for the rest of my day and keeping my priorities in line, right? It's And usually one of my prayers in the morning is um, for God to direct my day. You know, I say to God, I've got my calendar here, but you please direct me if something is off, right? You know, and so that that helps, I think, us focus on our priorities too. And so once I, on my calendar, like you will literally see on my calendar, you know, wake up, prayer time, workout, shower, drive the kids to school, right? And so that's kind of the next big thing is all the driving. Um, uh, We have driving to school, right? And then activities after school. So like all of that time in there. And then I put in the time that I'm working. And so, you know, for some of us, if you have a full-time job or a part-time job, then that's a big chunk of your day. For me, it's more sporadic. I work from home, and so I can be a little bit more flexible with that. But I put it on my calendar. And even times when I need to be working on, say, this podcast, <laughs> try to put that in my calendar to reserve the time for it, right? And then you could just get a better idea of what your day is going to look like. And I also put on my calendar the time for fun, you know, anything fun that we have planned and white space, as I mentioned, time for nothing. Because I, I know myself and I know I need a quiet time, at least 30 minutes a day of either a nap or a meditation to just 
collect myself and chill out. And then, and then you guys, that's when I might see like, is there time for volunteering? You know, I, people might say, you know, will you be on this marketing committee at the school? Will you be on this, um, ladies night out committee or jubilation committee or whatever all the different crazy things are that we have going on at our church and they're all wonderful causes and they're all a lot of times things that I would be very interested in doing in groups of women that I would love to work with but I have to say no a lot to things that I might actually like to do because what I have come to understand is that there is a time and a place for everything that we can do everything we want to do in our lives but just maybe not all at the same time. And when I remember that taking care of my family is the most important thing to me, then it helps me say no to those other things. And I know that in order to do a good job taking care of my family, I can't be a frazzled mess because I said yes to everything, right? I don't know about you guys, but when I am too busy, I become really irritable and stressed and you know, things come out of my mouth not as, gently as I might like them. And so it is hard because there are so many good things that we can say yes to. There's so many opportunities for us to help and volunteer. But I think for us moms, we've got to remember that our biggest, most important ministry is our family. But what I see happening is that so many well-meaning moms are taking on so much outside of their family that their family begins to suffer. Kids get cranky, mom gets cranky, things fall through the cracks more easily. It's just a little bit of a recipe for disaster. And I've been there. I've definitely been there. And so I can really relate to that. And I can really relate to the heart of all of us that we want to help so much. But we just have to be okay sometimes saying no. And I just recently had coffee with a friend who had found herself in that situation. And she was really noticing the impact on her family. So she was trying to figure out how she could back out of a few of the things that she had committed to. And she was struggling with it because she really wanted to do all of those things, right? Gosh, if only we could be superwoman, like for real, and have a cape, and maybe more than one of us, we could do more things, but we just can't. And so it is hard sometimes to say no when we really want to say yes. But as we all know, Lisa Turkhurst encourages us to say our best yes. And she wrote a book by that name, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but I would totally check it out if you haven't already. It's called, I think it's called Your Best Yes or Our Best Yes by Lisa Turkers. Totally check that out. It's a really great help for discerning what to say yes to when. So I want you to remember that our priorities can be our balance guide, right? So if we want to keep feeling balanced, if we want to keep our priorities in line, then it's a wise time spent to discern if saying yes is right for us right now. I wanted to share with you a quote that my friend Rebecca shared with me. Shout out to Rebecca if you're listening. The quote says this, I don't have the time doesn't literally mean every second of my schedule is accounted for, but rather I'm giving as much of myself as I'm currently able to give. Isn't that amazing, you guys? I am giving as much of myself as I am currently available or able to give. And when we say no to something, it doesn't mean that you have to have something on your calendar in that place already. You might have white space on your calendar, and that could be very valuable time for connecting with your children or connecting with your husband. 
you know, white space is a good thing and we all need more of it. And it's okay to have white space. It's okay to not be busy every second of every day. And you shouldn't feel guilty for that. And you know what? I think that if you have your priorities in line and you schedule your calendar in line with those priorities, you will begin to feel less guilty when you have to say no to something because you will know, oh, you know, my God first, my family next, and then my career, and then the other stuff. And it gives you the courage and the motivation to say no when it's not in your best interest right now. My mother-in-law assured me of this truth years ago, years ago. My kids were little. I was just starting as a stay-at-home mom, and I was just kind of struggling with the idea of leaving my career and, and watching my friends and colleagues continue to soar and do great things in their career while I was home with my children. Because part of me wanted that too, you know, I wanted to do everything. But ultimately, what I wanted more than anything, when I look at the whole big picture of my life, what I want, what's most important to me is an amazing family. And so that meant my career had to go on the back burner so that I could do what I needed to do to achieve the goals that I had for my family and to honor the priorities that I have for my family. Luckily for me, I am able to work from home now. You know, I have, I started out with freelance public relations, but then as you all know, I switched over into life coaching. And so it's great. You know, now I can work from home around my schedule and still take really good care of my family. And so even though I work from home, I still do try to be very balanced in, in the amount of work that I take on because I want to be here for my family. And part of that for me is um, a little bit of the public speaking. You all know I do a little bit of public speaking and I have said no to speaking engagements that would take me away from my family for too long of periods of time or make it too difficult on everyone. I just know that there will be a time when I can go do more speaking and in that way. And so right now, I just have to keep reminding myself, this is my priority. This is where I want to be. And my attitude on this is that we only get one shot at this life. And with these kids, you know, these, and I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Tyler, who's almost 17. And in less than two years, he's going off to college. I only have two years left of my time with him. And now if you have a two-year-old at home, you, you know, you're feeling like, holy cow, this is never ending. And so I get that. I totally do. But for me, like what has kept me with my priorities the way they are is just remembering how important it is to me. And so if I, I just, I hope this has been helpful for you. You might have different priorities. And so I'm sharing mine as an example. And I would encourage you to sit down and think about what are your priorities? What are the things that deserve the most of your time based on your life goals and everything else? So come up with your priorities and so that will help you plan your calendar, right? So then that's the next thing is the planning, you know, actually planning out your calendar so that you're focusing on those priorities. And then also start saying no. Don't be afraid to say no and don't feel guilty about it. Let it go. We can't live our lives based on what other people think we should be doing. It's really hard, I know, but it'll get easier as you practice it. And just remember, whatever it is that you have your priority set up as, that deserves the most of your time. So I know this is totally easier said than done. And that is actually why I have my business. I help women you know, find this balance and create it and figure it out. So if you would like help with that, please reach out to me. We can talk about it on a complimentary discovery call. 
We'll find out where you're at in your life, where you want to be, and what you think is holding you back, and we'll figure it out and come up with a plan, okay? Also, don't forget to join the Proverbs 31 by Design community on Facebook and go to my website to download my free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. Self-care is a fantastic part of Balance Girls. Okay, I appreciate your time and I hope this was really helpful. Have a great week. See you soon.